Pastor Lau and Pastor Dala Haprasit would like to welcome you to the following message from New Hope International Church in Seattle, Washington. Here is Pastor Lau's anointed teaching that will change your life with love, hope, and peace in Jesus Christ. And now, Pastor Lau. I'm so thirsty. How many people love the Word of God? Amen. We love the Word of God. Today, I would like to continue to talk about the grace of God. Let me read this scripture and review for a few minutes to renew your mind again. Some people ask me why you have to repeat the message again. I tell you a few reasons. Because number one, many people who are sitting here are the first time. Number two, some of you miss certain Sundays because you have to go out of town or you had something to do with your family so you miss certain Sundays and you have not checked out the CD and the teaching from our table so you may not know what I talked many Sundays ago and number three faith comes by hearing and hearing of the word of God and sometimes you listen to one message first time you get this much when you listen the second time you get more Many people told me they listened to the same message. The fifth time, God spoke to them different ways. They feel like, wow, I never heard this before, but the Holy Spirit still speaking to people in a different ways and put in more faith, emphasize the different truth, and help us to grow faster and stronger in faith. I never get bored of listening to the same message again and again because it will build my faith and help me to have deeper revelation of what God tried to say. Amen. Acts chapter 4 verse 33 and with great power the apostle gave witness to the resurrection of the Lord Jesus and great grace was upon them all. The book of Acts records the beginning or the birth of the early church. The early church was birthed by the presence of God, the outpouring of the Spirit. God poured His fire and the Spirit upon the 120 disciples in the upper room. They were all speaking in tongue. They all got drunk in the Holy Spirit. But Apostle Peter, who was running away and was full full of fear, got touched by the fire, became bold, and he preached the gospel. Many thousand people accepted Christ. A certain man who was lame, From the birth time, from his mother's womb, at the gate called Beautiful, got healed by the power of God. He rose up from the ground and walked and the whole town was shaken. Definitely. The religious leaders were not very happy. They called the apostle in. They threatened them not to preach the gospel or to preach the name of Jesus anymore. They whipped the apostles, and commanded them not to preach Jesus. But instead of asking God to find a hiding place to run away from these persecutors, they went back to their church, they prayed, and the whole building was shaken. And this is the mindset that we should have like them. They say, God, give us more bonus to preach the gospel. God stretch out your mighty hand and perform signs and wonders and healed in the name of Jesus. We should have the same mindset. We should ask God for more bonus. We should ask God for more 
power, more demonstration of the Spirit of God, the signs and wonders in the name of Jesus. How many people love signs and wonders? I love signs and wonders. Before I became a Christian, I used to get involved in evil spirit and animism, and they perform signs and wonders. But why we don't see in the church? Because we've never been taught to seek signs and wonders and to believe that God still can stretch out mighty hand, His mighty hand to perform signs and wonders even today. In Proverbs chapter 19, verse 12, I review a little bit. The king's wrath is like the roaring of a lion, but his favor is like dew on the grass. Proverbs 16, 15, in the light of the king's face is life, and his favor is like a cloud of the latter rain. The Bible compare the grace or the favor of God, the king of all kings, to the condensed water, the dew, or the accumulation of vapor in the sky, we call the cloud, that eventually give rain. The dew can be so light that it's very perceptible. Or the dew can be so heavy that it will drip off from the leaf or the grass just like the rain. So what I understand from the Bible is that some people may have very little favor or grace from God, but some people have so much favor and grace from God, and that grace flow out of his life or her life to touch other people, to bless other people. I believe all of you would like to have more grace from God. How many people want to have more grace? I want to have more favor and more grace from the Lord. Hebrews chapter 4 verse 16, let us therefore come boldly to the throne of grace that we may obtain mercy and find grace to help in time of need. The grace of God is the divine help for us. On Wednesday, I have to operate on a woman who has brain protruding into the ear. And when I open the skull and pull the covering of the brain out, suddenly big bleeding came. Oh, my heart was pounding. I don't want to kill this patient on the table. The bleeding just came out from far away and I could not see. And just very bad bleeding. Right away I pray, I need your grace, Lord. I need this bleeding to stop. I need your help. And God told me exactly what to do. Bam, bam, bam. The bleeding stopped. I feel so relieved. The grace of God is our help. Amen. Second Timothy 2, 1. You therefore, my son, be strong in the grace that is in Christ Jesus. His grace is our strength. It makes us strong. Hebrew 12, 28. Therefore, since we are receiving a kingdom which cannot be shaken, let us have grace by which by what? By grace, we may serve God acceptably and with reverence and godly fear. The grace of God anoint us on help us to serve God in the way that God is very pleased with. Amen. The Bible called Mary, the mother of Jesus, a highly favored woman. What does it mean if we have more grace this year than last year? or next year in year 2015 than year 2014. If we have more grace, the thing that used to be difficult will be easier for us to accomplish and to do. If we have more grace, we can experience more good things in our life. We can receive miracles and healing 
every good things that we can receive, we can be a part of, we can do, or we can experience is done by the grace of God. Everyone say good thing. How many people like good thing? I like good things. When you have more grace, you can be the kind of mother or father or husband and wife or parents or employer or businessman and businesswoman that God wants you to be. The grace of God to, will help you to be the right kind of people who is successful. The grace of God will give you power to overcome any sin, any temptation. The grace of God will give you power to wipe out all the curses and all the troubles that you used to fail or used to surrender to. All the addictions and bad habits will be taken away by the grace of God. Then you can become a holy servant of God. We can be free from any sin. We can be free from any bondage when we have enough grace in our life. How many people want to have more grace now? You understand now. The grace of God is also called the favor of God in the Bible. And the grace of God means the presence of God upon a person. When you have the presence of God, you have the grace of God on your life. The Bible says in Psalm 119 verse 58, I sought your favor with all my heart. Everyone say, Lord, I seek your favor with all my heart. We need to seek the grace of God. Isaiah 30 verse 19. For the people shall do well in Zion at Jerusalem. You shall weep no more. He will be very gracious to you at the sound of your cry. Our God is a gracious God. You don't need to try to convince or talk God into giving you more favor. You don't need to try to manipulate God to give you more grace. Because grace is his original idea. He really wants to give you more grace. It's like parents want to give more good things to the children. He really wants to give you, it's his original idea to give you more grace. But it's not only God's side that we can receive more grace. There is also a human side that we have to do something about it in order to be ready or be qualified to receive more grace and more favor from the Lord because God is fair. He needs to be fair to people. You need to position yourself in the way that you can receive more grace from the Lord. And if you have the grace of God, it means you have the presence of God. Wherever you go, the presence of God will go before you to incline the heart and the mind of people to help you and to support you. Everywhere you go, you don't go by yourself. You go in with the presence of God. And the favor and the grace of God is upon you, surround you, encompass you like the shield of protection that no one can hurt you or destroy you. The grace of God is like a shield of protection. James chapter 4 verse 6. But he gives more grace, therefore he says... God resists the proud, but gives grace to the humble. As you grow in your humility, the more grace you will have. 
You need to check your heart every day. Whatever you say, whatever you do, are you a humble Christian? Because God resists the proud and gives grace to the humble. Proverbs chapter 16, verse 7. When a man's ways please the Lord, he makes even his enemies to be at peace with him. If you want to have more grace, you need to live a life that is pleasing to God. Amen? Don't corrupt. Don't cheat. Don't hurt people. Just do good. Make God happy. Obey the Bible. Obey His Word. Please the Holy Spirit. Because He can even make you enemies who don't like you, who plan to hurt you, who want to get rid of you, stab you, to become your friend, to stop hurting you. That is the grace of God that your enemy cannot even touch you. When you have the grace of God in your life, you may come from obscurity. You may come from nowhere that no one knows you. You have no influence on anybody, but when the presence of God and the grace of God is upon you, He can move you to the position that can save a nation, can influence the course of a nation. You change from the title called No Influence to National or International Influence. Look at the life of Esther. The book of Esther is the book of grace, the favor of God. Yes, you should believe that God wants to give grace to you. Yes, you should pray and ask God for more grace. Yes, you should claim it, believe it, and confess it. But that is not enough. There is the manhood side or human side of receiving the more grace from God. Look at Esther. I just review right now. Esther, she went to a place where they prepare her to meet the king because the king was choosing a queen at that time. While she was in the preparation room, Haggai, the king's Enoch, the custodian of all the women, offered her something. And the Bible says she requested nothing. She just took whatever the custodian gave to her. In other words, she did not look to man, but she looked to the favor of God to be selected to be the queen. She did not put pressure on people. She did not pull on people to give her special favor. She said, that's okay. Whatever you give me, I take it. It's fine with me. She did not make any special request. She did not rely on her beauty or ability to convince people. The Bible says that Esther found favor with everybody who saw her. Wow! You like to walk around on earth everywhere you went, everywhere you go, you find favor with everybody who see you. Like Esther. Esther was relying on God. She walked by faith. She was not putting pressure on people. She just looked to God and depended on God. The life of Daniel is another example. This Hebrew boy became a captive in another land called Babylon. And he was a man who feared God. He did not want to defile himself with the food of the kings, all the alcohol and different kind of food. This is the way he talked to the custodian or to the Inuk who took care of him or managed his situation. He said, 
Could you please do this favor? Do this to me, your servant. Try us for ten days, that we would not touch the food that the king wants us to take. And after ten days, you can examine us and see what fit, what is right in your eyes. Daniel did not come to the chief of the custodian or the overseer and say, "You know, I am the son of the Most High God. I can memorize the whole Bible, and the Bible tell me not to do this. You guys just a heathen. Get rid of this food for me." Did he do that? No. He was very humble, and he depend on the wisdom of God. He did not tell. He did not demand. He did not insist, but he asked. Asking is different from telling. Asking is different from demanding. He did not put pressure on people. He just looked up at God. He was a man of faith, and he was a man of humility. Daniel chapter one verses ten to fourteen. And the chief of the eunuchs said to Daniel, "I fear my lord, the king, who has appointed your food and drink. For why should he see your faces looking worse than the young men who are your age? Then you would endanger my head before the king." So Daniel said to the steward, whom the chief of the eunuchs had set over Daniel, Hananiah. Michelle and Azariah, please listen carefully. Please, everyone, say please. please. Is this telling or asking? Asking. Please test your servants. He called himself servant for ten days, and let them give us vegetables to eat and water to drink. Then let our appearance be examined before you, and the appearance of the young men. Who ate the portion of the king's delicacy, and as you see fit, so deal with your servants. Wow, he was so full of faith that in ten days, even though he ate only vegetable and water, his appearance gonna look better than those guys. He put his faith on God, and he was very humble to ask. The steward, with the very kind word, he did not demand. So he consented with them in this matter and tested them ten days. Amen. Daniel was looking to God, not to people, and God gave him favor. The Holy Spirit inclined his heart to help him, even though he was risking his head. His head can be chopped off from his neck by giving him permission, Daniel, the permission to just eat vegetable and water. Now you see that Daniel received the favor of God, and after ten days, he looked even better than those guys. Amen. Is that the favor? What kind of man he was? He was a man of faith. He feared God. He depended on God. He relied on the Lord, and he was very humble. It's not very wise for all of us to keep bucking people, demanding people for favor, 
and keep pushing people around, manipulating people around to do some special treatment, special consideration, breaking the rule for us, or bending the principle for us so that we can get the favor from people. If people keep asking you for favor all the time, what happened? You're gonna write to run away. You don't want to get involved with that person all the time because he always asks for favor. And when the time of need come up, you don't want to help either. The same way, you should not keep demanding, pushing, manipulating. You should keep your eyes on God, rely on Him, depend on His favor. And the presence of God will go before you to incline the hearts of people to help you anyway. When you believe that God is big and He is El Shaddai, He is also Jehovah, Jairah, you will not put pressure on anybody. Amen? You shall be humble, asking gently and politely. You will not put any pressure on anybody, but just keep your eyes on the Lord. Many times, Christians are led by money and not led by the Lord. Because we are led by money, we care about one penny, two dollars. And when we walk in, we try to bargain and try to put pressure on people. You give this service to me, can you reduce from $25 an hour to $22 an hour? Then you put pressure. You demand favor from people financially all the time. I want to encourage you. People who work need to get paid. People need to have income. Therefore, we should not go around to put pressure on people to give you special deals financially. Sow the seed. Give them good. And one day you're going to reap it because people are going to treat you well as well. Amen? I just called Thailand to try to help my dad to sell his land. And I talked to both the lawyers and the, the realtor who helped my dad to sell the land. I say, we're going to pay you what you should be paid. You work, you deserve the pay. I'm not going to try to argue and bargain for the price. We're going to trust in the favor of God to bring in the buyer and the lawyer going to help my dad successfully. I look to God. I don't look to man. I do not put pressure on man. Everyone say a believer is not a beggar. Psalm 37 verse 25. I have been young and now am old. Yet I have not seen the righteous forsaken nor his descendants baking bread. Do we have a big God? Do we have a big boss? You think our big boss will pay for us? You think he's going to pay the bill for us? Why should we go around pushing people to keep giving us special financial deal all the time? Yes, you can ask gently, but don't put pressure. Because people need to get paid for what they do, for their service. Is that correct? But let God work in the heart of people to give you the favor. The favor comes from the Lord, not from by putting pressure on people. We work for the big boss up there. And the big boss can provide for us to pay all the bills, to help us to do anything. Our eyes are on God. We put our trust in God, not on money. Amen? We don't rely on money. We don't depend on money. We depend 
on the Lord. He is Jehovah Jireh. He is the El Shaddai of God more than enough. He is our source. Do you know that our Lord is the master of bringing good things to us, to our hand through unexpected channels? If you walk into some person and they try to take advantage of you, you did not find favor from that person, God can prepare another person through another channel, another source to give you special favor. How many people believe that? Our God is expert in bringing unexpected resources, unexpected help. And He will bring those people to come to you. You don't even think about it. You don't even expect. And then another person show up and give you favor, give you grace. God is good. You look so excited when I preach about this. I'm so excited. Some of you... Look like dying. I would be excited. Oh, yes, yes, God. God going to bring unexpected resources to me. Amen. Everyone said, the Lord is my source. I don't look to man. Amen. Now we're going to study another man in the Bible. Okay, we have learned that Esther, that is introduction. Esther was a woman of faith. She was humble. She looked to God. She did not demand. She did not put pressure. We learned that Daniel, a captive boy in another country, was also a man of faith. He depended on the wisdom of God. He did not put pressure on people. He did not demand. He was very humble. And he really feared God. Now look at another man in the Bible. I love this man. I love this story very much. Joseph. Joseph is a man of faith as well. Joseph was his father's favorite son. His father gave him a coat of many colors when he was a young boy. Genesis chapter 37 verse 3. Now Israel loved Joseph more than all his children. Wow, he received favor from his dad. Why? Because he had favor from God. And we're going to learn in today in the next 25 minutes or half an hour, what is the characteristic of Joseph that caused him to maintain the favor of God in his life? Also, he made him a tunic of many colors. Joseph received favor from his God and from his father. The favor of God was upon him since he was a kid. Do you know that not everybody is excited to hear that you get the favor from God? Do you know that? Somebody may, may hate you when they hear that you get a favor from God. God showed favor to Joseph by giving him dreams. And that dream demonstrated the favor of God upon him. That one day all of his father, mother, and all the brothers are going to have to bow down in front of him. He shared that dream to his family. Ha ha ha. That dream demonstrates the amazing, spectacular favor for him. But when his brother heard that, they got upset. They got furious. They planned to kill him. They took him out and tried to kill him. But the favor of God was still on Joseph. One of the brothers 
intervene and help him by selling him as a slave into the caravan. So he did not die by the grace of God. Look at Genesis chapter 39, verse 1. Now Joseph had been taken down to Egypt, and Potiphar, an officer of Pharaoh, captain of the guard, an Egyptian, brought, bought him, bought him from the Ishmaelites who had taken him down there. At this point, Joseph became a property. He became like a cow or a horse of Potiphar. He belonged to this man. He was a slave. He did not have any right. He did not have any position. He was a slave. Genesis chapter 39, verse 2 to 4. I'm going to read from New King James Version first. The Lord was with Joseph. Do you remember what I say about the grace of God, the favor of God? What is the favor of God? The presence of God. When the presence of God is in you and upon you, you have the grace of God. The Lord was with Joseph. He had the presence of God. He was a successful man. And he was in the house of his master, the Egyptian. And his master saw that the Lord was with him. And that the Lord made all he did to prosper in his hand. So Joseph found favor in his sight. Everyone say favor. And served him. Then he made him overseer of his house. And all that he had, he put under his authority. I'm going to read verse 2 from King James Version. And the Lord was with Joseph, and he was a prosperous man. Have you ever heard a slave became a prosperous man? <laughs> a servant became a prosperous man, and he was in the house of his master, the Egyptian. The Lord was with Joseph. The favor of the Lord was with him. He was a slave. But he was a successful and prosperous man. The favor of God can make you prosper in any situation. Everyone say, in any situation. It doesn't matter what part of town you live in. It doesn't matter what's going on in your company or in the nation. It doesn't matter what background you have, what gender you have, what education and color is in your life. You may be Asian, Caucasian, or whatever. It doesn't matter. If the favor of God is on you, His favor will make you prosperous no matter what. But if you buy into the idea that your skin color, your education, your background, anything, you, where you live, where you come from, will limit you, you would think that, oh, my life is in trouble. I will not go anywhere. Oh, I will not have this. I don't have that. Oh, I am not like that person. If you believe like that, you believe in the failure and keep saying it, you will be stuck there. So don't look at your situation. Don't look at your background. Don't look at where you live. But look to God. And trust in the favor and the grace of God. Amen? 
Did Joseph complain? I'm just a slave. I am done. I have no future. Did he say that? He did not look at his condition. Slave is just another terminology in his dictionary. If you saw Joseph walk by in Potiphar's house, if you went to visit Potiphar's house and Joseph walked by, you would not even tell that he is a slave. He just walked with the presence of God. He looked happy. He was very prosperous. You could not tell he was a slave because he did not look at his situation. God graciously prospered him in the slavery condition. In the same way, the same God we worship, the same God that Joseph worshiped can prosper you in any situation. He can bless you wherever you are supposed to be. Joseph was where he was supposed to be because God planned to use him to save the nation of Israel. So God put Moses to be slave in that house. Moses was at where he was supposed to be. He did what he was supposed to be doing. He just keep his eye on God. And in that situation where he was supposed to be and what he was supposed to be doing, the favor of God lifted him up to be a prosperous man. The same thing with you. No matter what company you work for, no matter what nationality you come from, no matter how broken accent you have in English, when you speak English in accent, no matter what skin color you have, God can lift you up above the circumstances. And the grace of God will move you from obscurity into the influence. The Lord will move you, move things around you, incline the heart of people for your favor. Think about Daniel. Think about Esther. Think about Joseph. Do we have the same God? Is God no respecter of people? He is not a prejudiced God. If he treat them that way, he's going to treat us that way. Now look, continue to look in the Bible. Genesis chapter 39 verses 3 to 4. And his master saw that the Lord was with him and that the Lord made all he did to prosper in his hand. Who make him prosper? Who make him successful? The Lord make him successful. So Joseph found favor in his sight and served him then he made him overseer of his house. And all that he had, he put under his authority. Joseph's boss, Potiphar, saw something upon this man. He noticed, what is on this man? The favor of God. The presence of God. Joseph was able to make him prosper. But not by himself but by the presence of God, by the grace of God. Because of the grace of God, prosperity comes. Joseph found favor in his sight, in the master's sight. The grace of God was upon his life. Look at verse 5. So it was from the time that he had made him overseer of his house, and all that he had, everyone say all, well, not only part, all that he had, that the Lord blessed the Egyptian's house for Joseph's sake. And the blessing of the Lord was on all that he had in the house and in the field. You need to understand this. Potiphar was an Egyptian. 
He was a sun worshipper. He was a river and a crocodile worshipper. He did not know the Almighty God. He was a Gentile. But when the favor of God was upon Joseph, the blessing did not affect Joseph, but affected him as well. You know, when the favor of God is upon you, wherever you are, wherever you go, that favor will influence and positively affect people around you. Amen. I remember when I first moved to the U.S., so many American doctors laughed at me, ridiculed me at Harborview Hospital because of my broken accent at that generation. I'm much better now. At that time, when I tell my patient to close your eyes, I would say, cross your eyes. <laughs> when I say airport, I would say airport. People, what airport? And they corrected me, airport. So I was, my accent was pretty bad. But you know the favor of God was on me. I have the least mortality, which means death, and the least morbidity, which means complication, of the whole system for the whole seven and a half years. Amen. Every hospital I moved to, less death, less complication. My boss loved me. Because he liked to send me everywhere because at that place, no complication, no death. The list of problems, this much. Other residents, this long. Wherever you are, the presence and the favor will affect everybody around you. Amen? So the unsafe business owner, if they knew the truth about this, they would have hired blessed believers who have the grace of God upon their life, who have the presence of God, who love the fire and the touch of the Holy Spirit because you love the presence of God. And whatever you come to, whatever you work for, boom, the business expand. The prosperity come. Obviously, the condition at that office or that company doesn't have to be perfect. God still can do it. God can still bless that company through you because you are a highly favored man and woman of God. How many people want to be that way? Wherever you go, you are highly favored man and woman of God. Genesis chapter 39 verse 6. Thus he left all that he had in Joseph's hand and he did not know what he had. He did not know his bank account, how much he had. Except for the bread which he ate. Now Joseph was handsome in form and appearance. Let me read from King James Version. And Joseph was a goodly person and well favored. The original language say he is a man who everywhere he went, he received favor from people. Everywhere. Why? Because the favor of God is on him. The grace of God was on him. The presence of God was on him. Christians who understand this fact will love the presence of God. Will love to come to church and worship and bring the presence of God. Will love to be laid hand on, to have the presence of God come upon them. They want to have more and more presence of God because the presence of God is the favor of God. Amen? Humble yourself to come into the presence of God. The favor of God was upon Joseph. What part of Joseph's life that make him have so much favor 
of God and favor from people. The word is faithfulness and also trustworthiness. Everyone say faithfulness. Trustworthiness. You don't turn everything in your life over to somebody that you don't trust. You don't turn every business and bank account over to somebody to manage for you if you don't think that that person is trustworthy and faithful. Initially, when Potiphar bought Joseph from the Ishmaelites, his intent was not to get this guy to be manager of his property. His intent was that Joseph would chop the wood, do the yard work, cleaning up his house, do the labor work, work in the field. He did not plan to get this guy to be his manager. Is that right? But everything that Joseph touched in his house blossomed. Successful. And the man watched. Ooh, this guy has something special in him. Wow, look at that. I give him my herd, my animals. Within a few months, the animal grow and double in size. I ask him to take care of my field. Suddenly, the crops become more abundant than last year. Who? This guy has something. Wow, he keeps adding more responsibility, adding more tasks, and see the prosperity that comes through the hand of Joseph. And eventually, he gave everything and did not even care what's going on. He didn't even check his bank account. The only thing he know, what is food in the next menu? What am I going to eat this morning? What am I going to eat this lunchtime? What am I going to eat this dinner? He turned everything over to Joseph. Do you know why? Because Joseph was a faithful man. He was a man of integrity. He was a man of trustworthy, loyal man to his boss, to his employer. He was faithful and trustworthy. What happened when his wife, Potiphar's wife, tried to seduce him to commit adultery? Genesis chapter 39, verses 7 to 9. Are you okay? Are you enjoying this? Verses 7 to 9. And it came to pass after these things that his master's wife cast longing eyes on Joseph. And she said, lie with me. But he refused and said to this master's wife, listen carefully, this is what he said. Very important statement. Look, my master does not know what is with me in the house. And he has committed all that he has to my hand. There is no one greater in this house than I, nor has he kept back anything from me but you. Because you are his wife, how then can I do this great wickedness and sins against God? When the Potiphar's wife came to him and tried to lure him to have sexual relationship. Joseph replied, you know, I'm number two man in this house. I was sold as a slave, but now everything in this house has been under my hand. Except one person, one thing in this house, you. I fear God. I'm not going to touch you. I am a faithful man 
loyal man, a man of integrity, a man who is trustworthy. If you want to have more grace from God, if you want to have more favor from God, you need to be loyal, faithful, trustworthy, and fear the Lord. If you want to have more grace, you need to have this characteristic in your life. God is big on stewardship. If you are faithful in little thing, He will give you more grace, more anointing, more responsibility. Potiphar's wife was very upset. She lied to her husband, and Potiphar, instead of listening to Joseph, he listened to his wife. He threw Joseph in the dungeon. From bad to worse now, being a slave and now in the dungeon, Potiphar did not expect to see Joseph anymore. He expected Joseph to die in the dungeon. He was in the deepest, darkest part of that house. He was mingled with all the criminals, bad people who offended Pharaoh. He has no right, no freedom anymore, even though. He kept his faithfulness and kept his integrity. Genesis chapter 39, 20-23. I will continue a little bit and then continue next time because of the time. Then Joseph, master, took him and put him into the prison, a place where the king's prisoners were confined. And he was there in the prison. But, everyone say but. <laughs> it doesn't matter anywhere. It doesn't matter any situation. But the Lord was with Joseph and showed him mercy. And he gave him favor in the sight of the keeper of the prison. And the keeper of the prison committed to Joseph's hand all. Everyone say all. Again, favor and all. The prisoners who were in the prisons, whatever they did there, it was his doing. The keeper of the prison did not look into anything that was under Joseph's authority because the Lord was with him. Oh, I love that. I love that sentence. Everyone say, the Lord is with me. I love the presence of God. And whatever he did, the Lord make it prosper. Wow. The same thing happened in Joseph's life in the prison. He came from the bad part into the worst part now. He was surrounded by bad people. In there, he did not have any right. He was restricted. He could not roam around, walk anywhere because he was a prisoner. But when he showed up, the presence of God was with him. The keeper of the prison looked at him. Wow, something different on this man. The favor of God worked in his heart to give him favor. And eventually, within only a short period, he ran the whole show. He had freedom to walk around, take care of things. He had the whole authority there. He took care of everything in the prison for the boss, for the keeper of the prison. The favor of God made him successful. Wow. Do you see? The presence of God. The favor of God can help you anywhere, in any situation, even though the situation may look worse in the eyes of man, but the presence of God and the favor of God can help you. Is this amazing? 
Let's give hand to the Lord. Before he showed up in the prison, there were so many problems. But after Joseph ran the business of the prison, everything was smooth. Everything was going well. He was so full of the favor of God. I like to be this, this way. What should we do? In conclusion today, we should do this. Look to God. Don't look to man. Don't manipulate. Don't backstab. Don't put pressure. Be humble. Be kind. Treat people with respect. Be gracious to people. Amen. Keep your eyes on God. Rely on God, not on people. Stay humble and be faithful. Wherever you are, that you are supposed to be, whatever you are supposed to do, you do it faithfully. You are there with integrity and honesty. You serve your boss. You serve your leader with integrity. Amen. With trustworthiness and faithfulness, and you will not undo the grace of God in your life. If you want the grace of God to continue to increase, be in faith, be humble, please the Lord, be faithful, be trustworthy, be loyal, and let God promote you. Don't push, don't demand. Let the Lord promote you. He's gonna lead you. The presence of God is upon you. Amen. Amen. Do you learn something today? Amen. We continue about Joseph next time. I have not done with Joseph yet. The story is not done yet, but because I have limited time. And next time we're gonna learn not only about Joseph, we're gonna learn about Ruth. Everyone say faithfulness. Everyone say trustworthiness. Everyone say loyalty. Everyone say humility. Everyone say faith. Keep this character in you, and you're gonna see the grace of God. Even though you come from the backside of nowhere, no one know about you. Actually, when I studied this lesson, I was thinking about Pasada. Pasada came from obscurity. Teacher came from the poor family, walking around. Her parents did not have any much money, but because she had all these characteristics in her, in her family she was Catholic. She had faith in God. Other people didn't go to church. She was the only one who went to church. Even though she did not know the Bible, but she had faith. Not only that, she cared. She's humble. She is willing to come on the street to sell some, like. Food and thing to get money, serving like on the on the street to give money to her parents when she was only thirteen, fourteen years old. She was a woman of faithfulness and integrity and loyalty. And you know, God can switch you like this in one day from obscurity, from the backside of the mountain, into. The national influence, because of the grace of God. Now, Pastor Da influenced so many women in Thailand. 
by her presence and her teaching and anointing. How many people like that? You think God can turn you around by His grace? God is faithful. God will do to you too. Not just only Joseph, Daniel, and uh, Esther. Amen? Amen. You may have different callings. You may have different things that God called you to do. But the grace of God, the presence of God, is important for your life. Let's pray, Father. We thank you so much, Lord, for this teaching. We learn so much from the character in the Bible, from Joseph, Daniel, Esther, from the Lord Jesus Himself. Oh Lord, remind us by Your Holy Spirit all the time to walk by faith, to look to You, not to man. Not to manipulate, not to put pressure on anybody. Help us to stay humble all the days of our life. Help us to be faithful and loyal and trustworthy. We want to be faithful in little things, so that you can trust us in more things on earth here. Lord, we're so encouraged by the story of Joseph, who got worse and worse and worse in his life, but. You still help him, prosper him in every situation in his life, Father. We thank you so much for teaching us today. In Jesus' name, we pray. Amen. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. If you don't know Jesus Christ, or you used to walk with Jesus but you walk away from Him for a certain period of time. I like to encourage you to come back home to walk with Jesus again. Maybe you got hurt by the church, got hurt by church leaders, or by circumstances that you say, "I want to give up following God." But I want to encourage you: God is faithful. Don't look at man. Don't look at church. People make mistake. Just come back to God. Follow God. Pray with me. Could you pray with me? Ask God to. Be your master again. If you want to do that, I will lead you to pray right now. Close your eyes and speak to God out loud. Father in heaven, you're such a good God, gracious God. I want to come back home, walking with you again. You are my Father. Jesus is my Lord and my Savior. I repent of my sin. Turn away from my wrong ways. From now on, I depend on your forgiveness, your grace, on the blood of Jesus that washes my sin and my guilt. Lord Jesus, sit on the throne of my life. From today on. I will keep my eyes on you, Jesus, and walk with you. In Jesus' name, thank you, Lord. Amen. Amen. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Lord. Hallelujah. If you need more grace, I like to pray for you. If you think you face a situation that you need more grace from God. I like to. I am Pastor Da. Will lay hand and pray for you for the presence of God to come upon you and help you in your situation. Amen. 
Hallelujah. If you are busy, you need to go. I understand. You can leave and do your own things, but we're gonna spend some time to pray for people this Sunday. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Oh, we need your grace, Lord. We need your presence. Oh, Lord, we humble ourselves before you. We come to the altar because we have faith, and we want to be humble before you, Lord. We cannot depend on ourselves. We need your help. We need your grace. Fill me, Lord, today with Your presence. <laughs> May Your presence go with me everywhere, like Joseph. I will find favor with man, with people. Your presence will go before me to prepare the situation for for me, to incline the heart and the mind of people, to give me favor. I will not demand. I will not put pressure, but it's Your grace, Lord. I will not manipulate. Thank You, Father. Thank You, Lord Jesus. Lord, some of Your people come from obscurity, come from nowhere, but You are the God who can do things to change their life. Even in one day, they can be. In front of the throne of the King, thank you, Jesus. Jesus, Jesus. May the presence of God come upon you. The favor of the Lord fills you. Don't look at your limits, limitations. Don't look at your background. Don't let those things cause you to be in doubt. Look to God, the Big Boss, the El Shaddai, the Jehovah Jireh, the God of more than enough, the Provider. Believe and be at peace. <laughs> Open the door. Open the door, prosper the work of His hand. Even though the situation seem impossible, but for You, Lord, everything is possible. May the file of God touch them. <laughs> I bless you. May the hand of the Lord. Comes upon you. The presence of God become thicker and thicker in your life. May the Lord prosper the work of your hand. May you find favor with God and with man. May He make you a highly favor. Women in this generation, 
not just about your business but your family your kids that all your kids will love God your husband will find favor <laughs> fire fill you kushikatra hisongo rambatika shukoriela kashko Horukoshki Horikasigara Horukoshokoriala Papa Isekatariala Papa Kaski Bless you Lord Bless you Bless you Bless you In the name of Jesus bless you Bless you <laughs> Open your mouth and speak in tongue The Holy Spirit fill you Open your mouth and speak in tongue Holokoshki Hurikasalapakashka open your mouth and speak in tongue Fire The presence the favor The favor of the Lord The favor of the Lord Yes Lord The favor of the Lord <laughs> The grace of God Fire 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 more fire Yes Lord More fire <laughs> It doesn't matter the past It doesn't matter what happened to the past But God has future for you Special favor Yes Special favor upon your life Special favor Yes Lord Faith Humility Faithfulness Integrity Loyalty Trustworthy As the Lord give Joseph wisdom what to do May the Lord give you wisdom what to do Give you word to say Tell you exactly what to do The presence of the Lord come upon you Yes Lord Presence of the Lord The presence of the Lord Favor Grace and favor The Lord see your humility The Lord notice that you are humbling yourself He is pleased that you humble you don't depend on your own knowledge and ability but you depend on his grace stay in that course say the lord be humble even though i give you so many good things i give you bible knowledge i give you anointing and ability but don't depend on your own ability 
depend on me all the days of your life. Fire! Fire! Thank you, Jesus. <laughs> Phil, thank you, Jesus. Trust God. <laughs> thank you, Jesus. The presence of the Lord be with you more than year 2014. From now on, the grace increase in your life. Increase, <laughs> increase the grace in your life. Grace, more grace. More grace. <laughs> Receive now the presence of God. More grace. More grace. Yes, Lord. The grace of God. Rest. Peace, joy, provision, prosperity, God's protection come upon you. Don't look at your limitation. Don't think about the past. Be like Joseph in any situation God can prosper you prosper your mind prosper your emotion prosper your body prosper your finances prosper your health yes trust God trust God don't confess negative. Don't focus on the negative. Don't believe in the failure. Don't believe in the negative. But believe in God. <laughs> believe. Believe. Yes, Lord. May the presence of the Lord be this with this family. <laughs> Jesus. The presence of God upon your life. <laughs> Fill with the presence of God More More anointing Peace Peace The presence of God with This family <laughs> 
<laughs> Thank you Jesus. Thank you Jesus. upon your life more grace upon your life more grace more grace great grace upon you the lord said to you be patient as joseph was tested by god All those years in the prison, in the slavery, Joseph never gave up. He was never negative. He never lost his faith. He stayed faithful. He passed the test. Stay faithful. Stay in faith. Stay in humility. And pass the test. The Lord has not forgotten you. The Lord has seen everything that happened to you. Just trust God. Don't give up. <laughs> Be humble. <laughs> Jesus, thank you, Jesus. Yes, Lord. Be thankful. Be thankful like Joseph. Be faithful. <laughs> yes, Lord. Yes, Lord. <laughs> the presence of God. The glory of the Lord. The glory of the Lord. <laughs> glory, 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 glory. Fill this house. Glory, fill this house. Glory. Glory, glory, glory. <laughs> glory, glory. More grace. More wisdom, <laughs> more grace. <laughs> the presence of the Lord. Yes, Lord. <laughs> Blessing. Presence of God. Increase the level of the anointing and the presence. Nothing is too hard for God. Yes. <laughs> Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. <laughs> Thank you, Jesus. Favor. Favor, favor, 
哈利路亚！哈哈哈哈哈哈 ！Presence，presence， 嘿嘿嘿嘿嘿，哈哈哈哈哈哈 ！Presence of God，presence of God。The presence of God, more presence of God, fire, fire, more presence. Be humble. Look to God. Depend on God. Be faithful. Yes, Lord. Yes, Lord. We trust that this message is ministered to you. If you would like more information about New Hope International Church or other teaching CDs, please contact us at two zero six two seven five one zero four two. You may also visit our website online at www.newhopeinternationalchurch.com. I'm so thirsty.